Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soccer Crush. Um, you know, you're missing out if you're not already following us at Soccer Crush, Soccer underscore Crush on Twitter and Instagram. Do you even know who Crush the Week is? Or how to join book club? Have you even seen the thirst traps? You should totally come hang out with us there and then tell all your friends. It's where you want to be. And then you should subscribe and rate our podcast five stars wherever you get your podcasts because we love you more than an Enzo Martinez goal. That is a lot on the scale of a little to a lot. It's a lot. (laughs) Um, A lot, a lot. I have a rapid fire in line still with birthday month, which is coming to an end for us, Beth. And then it will be Trisha's birthday month. Can't wait. If you, I mean, I don't want mine to be over, but I'm glad that yours is coming, Trisha. Leo season is never over. It's a state of mind. That's true. Honestly. That's 100% true. <laughs> um, so birthday rapid fire number three or four, I can't remember now. Um, if you could have any of your soccer crush or your soccer crush wishes granted blowing out candle style, what would you wish for? I would wish for Liverpool to stop losing to teams like they did today. Beth. Beth. Listen, we can relate. Yeah. <laughs> I was very angry. I was still working, but I had it like on my phone, like propped up. It was like, I'm going to watch some of the game. This will, this will get me out of, you know, the funky okay. post-work mood. Nope. And then I was like, no, it's not. And I just turned it off and I took red for a walk instead. You know what? Because so, I was I angry. had it up on my phone and was watching it very intently and um, not what I expected. No. No. But no. Uh, not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. I would wish for Cincinnati to have an NWSL team. Same. I want to watch women's soccer. Agreed. I would wish to see Harry Kane step on a rake and have the handle come up and hit him in the face. <laughs> so you yeah. can make a gift. Perfect. That I, would be our first TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Take one for the team. I wish that would be incredible. That would be funny. Mm-hmm. Like he would be fine. It wouldn't kill him. But yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That sounds great. I do not have a rapid fire. She's She's in recovery. It's true. I got like two thirds of my homework done, but. Okay. (laughs) Um, My rapid fire is what is your favorite place in Cincinnati to get tacos? Mizunte. I have never met a taco I didn't like, um, but uh, I will also say Mizunte. That is where I ate tacos the most recently. So that may be why I'm saying that, but. Yes, it was so good. So good. The salsa bar. Mm. Where is your favorite? Bakersfield. But I haven't had Mazunte. So have I had Oh, we should go. If you don't remember, we should go. (laughs) Cincinnati has a lot of really good tacos. You can't go wrong here. It's true. You really can't. Um, Headlines. The OL Reign wins the Women's Cup in Louisville, beating Racing Louisville 2-1. And Zira King is named the Cup MVP because she's amazing. Hooray! She deserves it. It was awesome. And it was a lot of good yeah. lady soccer. And, you know, 
brought in some international clubs and just we got to see the ladies Tottenham bus across mm-hmm. from parlor when we were in Louisville last weekend mm-hmm. just oh, the bus fun. we're like oh hey hey we knew them that's their weird logo <laughs> that chicken standing on the beach ball we know that uh-huh. the chicken on the beach ball it's, it's not a thing it's fine okay i have a headline yeah let's hear it brandon vasquez has agreed to a new long-term contract through 2025 with an option for the club to add 2026 Yay. i'm so excited me too he- you can't have him other clubs that are trying to buy him from us yeah. Back not off. for sale unless u.s men's national team is coming for oh him. yeah well that's where yeah. have you been why are you sleeping mm-hmm. on brandon vasquez otherwise we're gonna sit here like you will never get this you will never get this right. and Absolutely. one day you won't get it <laughs> uh, my headline is silly when thomas tugel tried to fight antonio conte that was ridiculous. It was unserious. It was unhinged. They're both ridiculous. And I love Thomas Tuchel so much. Did you see the presser with Jesse March, who was so confused as to why he was going to be at the game? Yes. <laughs> he was like, isn't he suspended? He was like, so upset. He had anything to worry about. No. <laughs> and as it turns out, he might as well have taken his suspension. As a segue into our next section, that was my favorite match of the weekend because I can laugh. I was wondering how you were faring because I thought it was super entertaining. I mean, but I'm not a Chelsea fan. It was entertaining. Hmm. (laughs) I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. fine. (laughs) It was ridiculous. We sucked. We sucked. You don't lose 3 0 and be like, oh, we were the better team. We were not. I believe I, I actually tweeted the Roy Kent gif while Chelsea was shit today. <laughs> and that's okay, because oh it's August. If it was April, I'd be concerned. To quote people on Twitter from last year when Chelsea dared to be happy about being in first for a couple weeks, calm down, Chelsea, it's three matches. <laughs> I've um, been trying to tell myself that with my two draws and a loss. <laughs> You'd rather have the sucky out of the way now, know what you need to improve on to get better. Now, if it's still like this by December, then we can talk. Yeah. True story. That's an excellent perspective. Thank you. And it's coming from me. I know. My Lexapro is working. I love it. Yeah, I mean, these teams have new players who have not played together in some cases. um, It it takes a couple matches to work out some kinks. I don't think it's just been chaos already. And that's fun. That's fine. It has been chaos. Speaking of my favorite match since the last time we recorded was Brentford's uh, 4-0 ass-kicking of Man United. That was delightful. How does it make you feel today? Does it make you feel like Brentford could beat Liverpool? No. I'm just asking. I mean, if they beat Man U and then Man U beat Liverpool, then science would suggest. it's uh, You can be mad at me, but you can't be mad at science. (laughs) I am mad at both you and science. You can be mad at science. Look at all the people out there not getting vaccines. It's true. Yeah, I mean, Ingolo Conte and RLC as yes. well. Our new player. Isn't he an anti-vaxxer too? Or is he? We're assuming. I mean, he loves Ron DeSantis. Like he was liking Ron DeSantis tweets. So oh my God. Get out my Gatorade. 
For fuck's sake. Here is why, as a man, why are you being heard and not seen? I, that is how I feel about him. Like, just sit there and be pretty. Be a Jack Grealish. <laughs> don't have an opinion. Don't share it. Don't share right. it. We're not watching you for your opinions. Jack would never. No. He would really be like, <laughs> who's that? A vaccine. I don't know her. <laughs> he has someone who handles all that for him. They're just sitting there like, sit down. Here's a sucker. Here, It'll just, just pinch for a minute. <laughs> Um, my favorite match was the Birmingham Legion Memphis 901 match from Saturday. It was a 4 2. Um, it was just fun to watch. Birmingham had four different goal scorers. Um, Good. They're very exciting to watch. Uh, Rowdies have had a few weeks that have been rough with a loss to Louisville and then Colorado switchbacks back to back, which, you know, still lots of exciting stuff going on in USL should just check it out it's fun except jessica at the ticketing office from louisville city and racing louisville if you email me again like hard stop stop it i had to write a a kind but forceful email to her today to let her know that i do not live close enough to louisville to want season tickets and i hope louisville city loses every match from now to the end of time that's pretty much what i said <laughs> and she did not reply so i'm hoping like it was a clear message there has got to be a way to buy a ticket as a guest without them harassing you to buy season tickets. Every club does it. Yeah. And it needs to stop. It needs to stop. You know what does not need to stop? What? FC Cincinnati signing Evan Loro. I know. How about that? Colliding Mr. Thighs. Well, Rowdy's crossover event. Oh, I've heard that Dan is like a huge FC Cincinnati I fan did. now. Dan loves FC Cincinnati now. And he's moving here and he's going to eat all the chili. Yeah, that's another reason for him to come here, right? So excited. I would assume so. Welcome to Cincinnati, Dan. You Mm -hmm. can guest star on our podcast again since you love it here so much. Yeah. We'll allow it. Um, Before we take a tactics break, should we share our exciting news? Yeah, let's do it. We are having our very first ever meetup events. At a Xavier women's soccer game on Friday, September 16th, 6 o'clock. They're playing Bowling Green. And if you come and you bring period supplies for her Cincinnati, we will have Soccer Cut Crush swag for you. Yeah, we will. And some of it's new, featuring a new logo, maybe. I don't yeah. know. You have to show up to find out. And it's true. You will be there. What more could you want? And some of our former guests might be there. It's true. And Xavier Women's Soccer is amazing. We love them. And the tickets are super cheap. And apparently there's even a place you can go hang out where you don't even have to buy a ticket. But we'll be buying tickets. Bring your five bucks and buy a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't have $5 to buy a ticket, just DM us. I think we could find a way to to help you out. It's true. If you are unable to attend, but you want to also contribute to Hersency, you can DM us. We have some cash transferring options and we would love to put your money to good use and help the uterus having people of Cincinnati. Yeah, it's true. They're an awesome organization and we will be posting about them on all of our social media. Yes. Now, can we go talk about Evan Loro's thighs? Uh, Yes. Yes, All right. Let's go do that. 
Welcome back, crushes. We are back and we have another amazing guest for you. Um, Darby is here, a Columbus Crew fan, to prepare us for, yeah, boo, to prepare us for um, Hell is Real, which is on Saturday. We're very excited because it's our turn to win. And <laughs> um, Darby is amazing. I have eaten food at his house. And it was delightful, and his friends were very nice, even though I was wearing lots of orange and blue. M- most of his friends were very nice, even though I was wearing <laughs> orange and blue. <laughs> I got a few confused looks, but they were delightful. Do I need to rough someone up? Is that what you're telling me? No, no, no. There was just, as people were leaving, we were, like, telling them, like, we hope you lose. And, like, most people thought it was really funny. One person, I don't know if they thought it was funny. (laughs) Some people do get pretty intense about these games. They do. They do. But, no, everybody was really nice, and we had a lot of fun. And I'm very excited you're here. Oh, thank you for having me. It's it's nice to get to blather endlessly to a, a new population of people who haven't heard all of my stories a million times already. <laughs> That's what we're here for. We are excited for them. Um, we would love to start out by hearing your soccer love story. How did you get here? How did you? Oh, yeah. Um, you, you know, I, I'm an Ohio kid. So uh, like I think most of us, rec league soccer was how I started little, you know, like fourth grade bunch ball kinds of, of antics um, in which, you know, our coaches had no concept of tactics or whatever. It was like line up. I think we were lining up in like a three, three, four in those days. Like aggressive. Yeah. It didn't even (laughs) vaguely resemble, you know, the, the soccer of today. Cause I am roughly a million years old. Um, but yeah, so, you know, it sort of stuck in my head during that time and I moved on to, to other sports, but then, uh, I moved to Columbus in the early two thousands and kind of got settled in here and started going to crew games here and there, uh, with my now ex, um, and, you know, had some fun and, one game a year became, oh, I'll do a three-game package, and then a five-game package, and then a ten-game package, and the next thing you know, I'm there every day, uh, every game. So it was it was a little bit of a, a slow burn, but I, I've been a full-time season ticket member since 2015 now, so. Exciting. And you met our friend Danielle there. Yes, indeed. Uh, in fact, as as I was sort of rebuilding after I split with my ex, it was one of those, you know, I need to, I need to find a way to meet people. And when you're an adult, making friends is hard, Hard. right? Like outside of the people you might work with, I I did a a board game club here in Columbus and and that was really good. But yeah, it started going to games um, and, and getting more into the, the, the tailgate atmosphere, uh, Danielle and, and Casey just happened to be the people who sat next to us in our seats. And we were all kind of shy and just like, didn't really talk to each other in that first year. And then kind of started having conversations. And then, then Danielle said, Hey, for MLS cup, we should tailgate. And it's like, Oh yeah, cool. Let's do that. And so our, our first tailgate was MLS cup, 2015. Well, it would have been MLS cup 2015 did not happen. Uh, that year it was really weird. You might look online and it'll say that there was an MLS cup, but no game took place. It definitely did not happen in Columbus and Portland definitely did not win MLS cup in that year. 
uh, it's just a weird blank space in history. But no, uh, we we ate pizza out of the literal tailgate of the back of their car because we didn't have we didn't have grills or chairs or anything. We we're just like, hey, let's let's eat food in December outside in Ohio. Why isn't that the best idea, idea ever? Yeah. So yeah, it, it, this was a way for me to to really build a, a new family and a new community in Columbus. So it was great. And you have, your house was full of them when I was yes. there. So many people. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah. We, we named ourselves hashtag mini tailgate as an answer to the hashtag mega tailgate, which was <laughs> the big, like all supporter tailgate in Columbus. And we were all a little shy and not interested in that, that great experience. So we sort of set up off to the side where you could, you could walk back and forth, but it took some effort. Like we didn't want people casually coming over, but despite our best efforts, people kept coming. And the next thing you know, yeah, there's all kinds of people hanging out. So the introverters, uh, tailgate. <laughs> exactly. Yes. That sounds I love like it. so much fun. I would love an introvert tailgate. Yeah. It's, it's a nice mm-hmm. option. Yeah. You, you know, when you, when you have a, a, a nice group like that and you can be a little offset where people can come and go, but you're in, again, your safe space, right? Like you've, you, we have a, a core group of people who we know are always going to be there. And when extra friends come, it's, it's fantastic. So. Oh, well, maybe we'll have to be extra friends and, and come mini tailgate. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love I'm that. not wearing black and gold though. <laughs> no, there's no obligation there. I would wear whatsoever. black, but not crew black just yeah. because I only wear black. Not crew black. Slightly, <laughs> slightly like lighter. Like an black. black. Yeah. <laughs> like it's been through the washing machine many times. <laughs> not a midnight black, more mm. of like a, a deep purple black. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't know about purple. I'm so yeah. glad you guys understand me. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to answer some rapid fires? I would love to. And I'm going to try and be more rapid fire than Morgan was because <laughs> that guy does not know how to shut up. <laughs> Morgan was not the least rapid of the rapid fire answer. Oh, yeah? I can tell you that. Well, that's impressive <laughs> we, use, because... we use rapid fires rather loosely around here. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that, that guy has never seen a microphone. He did not love. <laughs> and I said, I adore Morgan. He's a great guy and, and a dear friend in the crew world. Uh, we've done our podcast together for years and, uh, but it's so much fun to mock him mercilessly. So any opportunity in a public venue where I can, I can trash talk him, I'm going to do it. Do you want us to give you 30 seconds to just talk crap about him real quick? Yeah. <laughs> or do you want to save that for the end? Do you want to let him think on it? I don't you know. There's nothing I can say bad about him that he didn't say about himself uh, in his own interview. So I'll, I'll just let him. Speak okay. <laughs> All right. Well then let's kick this pig. If you could have a match-worn kit from any player, whose kit would it be and which one would it be? Um, so I will say, uh, it. now this isn't, the video is not going to be online, right? We're just all, not at all. so Fine. this is going to be terrible podcasting. Uh, but you can see behind me, I do actually have a jersey on the wall. Hmm. That is a Guillermo Barros Scaloto jersey from the 2008 Cup season. Uh, I actually, the final game of the season, they did a win the Jersey off the player's back and I got his. So that was the year he was the league MVP. Um, that's amazing. That's Cup. So awesome. I, I will say it's going to be hard to top that. Um, but I'm also going to give the Homer answer and the podcast pleasing answer, because I'm going to say, 
a national team jersey from Rose Lavelle. Um, mm. That's that's definitely next on my list. Um, Megan Rapino is has my heart as as far as the the women go, but I also love Rose, and I would love to get a jersey of hers at some point. I, yeah. And just to add, listeners, the jersey is black and gold. <laughs> I'm not going to bring up the fact that she. There are photos of her on the internet in like Crew Youth Academy jerseys. So what? I'm sorry. Like, oh, what was that? Never heard Where, of the that. audio just cut out and it didn't make it to the final cut of the episode. That's oh, crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, who is a soccer crush that you just don't understand and think shouldn't be a crush? So anybody that you think people are obsessed with that they just love so much. And you're like, I just, I don't get that. Uh, I'm going to cheat on this one. The U S fans crush on European soccer is one. I don't get and can die in a fire as far as I'm concerned. No, don't get European soccer. Obviously there's a lot of talent there. I hate the people who dismissively out of hand assume that every element of European soccer is superior to American soccer. The, the total Euro snobs. I don't understand that crush because there's a lot of good soccer going on all over the world. Um, And there are good players going all over the world and they go where the opportunities are and, you know, love soccer where you are. Uh, It's, it's cool to watch people six time zones away, but go down the street and, and find your local, even if it's a semi pro team, like there's lots of good stuff out there. Don't, don't stick your nose up at any kind of soccer because it's not in the right geographical location. I was a great mind time to remind folks that they can come watch local soccer here in Cincinnati with us on September 16th, when we go hang out and watch Xavier women's soccer. Uh Perfect. And that is such a, like, that is a great reminder period, but yes, definitely come join us for Xavier women's soccer, but um, there's so much happening locally. And that's the fun thing about European soccer is that's how it started, right? There's, that's why there's so many clubs in Mm -hmm. in England, particularly. There's like 10 divisions or something in England. It's bizarre. It is. That is their local tiny clubs. And that's great. I, I love Chelsea. I love watching premier league, but I'm not remiss to everything that is also going around around me. Um, MLS, I think, is chaos, and that's why <laughs> it's the most chaotic league. Um, it's not even my favorite league in the U.S. I prefer USL to MLS, which is fine, but there's a lot sure. of really great professional or amateur soccer going on. And, yeah, don't, don't be a hater. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. If your soccer crush offered to take you out to dinner, where are you going and what are you ordering? Oh, I think, see, I'm going to go simple. And I'm going to say there's a place called Hound Dogs Pizza here in Columbus. Um, And that's actually one of the few places I've ever seen a soccer player. Um, There's one time years ago that like after a a loss, and it's a very divey, pizza joint like wood paneling on the walls and pitchers of beer but the pizza is so good they do a smoke and joe's crust where they brush it with garlic butter and parmesan and you know it's just one of those great like after a long day and after a game you know to just sit down and like have a beer and and hang out and eat greasy pizza which i think any player who's put in 90 minutes deserves to have just 
gluttonous food afterwards, right? Like take but not take less the day than off. ninety minutes. You have to be yes, all ninety. Yeah, the guys who run ninety <laughs> you play like sixty and get sub. This is not for you. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can you can come along and you can have the mozzarella sticks, but yeah. you can have maybe maybe the piece of pizza that doesn't have very much toppings. Yeah. You know, like the one that nobody wants, where it's like, oh, there's all the onions and there's no pepperoni. Like, yeah, yeah. they can have that one. I love that place. We went there before our first Hell is Real that we went up to Columbus for. Yeah. Never been there. Yes. They good. also, they have a breakfast pizza as well. So if you're hungover, it's got all the best thing. Like, it, uh, you know, queso is the sauce and there's like bacon and sausage and scrambled eggs and then French fries on top yeah, because reasons, I guess. I mean, potatoes help with yes. the hangover. Exactly. And they soak up the evil. Potatoes help. Yeah. Hashtag potatoes yeah. help. <laughs> soccer cross truths. <laughs> what are some of your favorite soccer Twitter accounts and podcasts? Uh, you, you might laugh at this a little bit. I don't really listen to podcasts, uh, particularly mm-hmm. soccer podcasts. Uh, it's not that I don't think there's a lot of value out there. There's just so much that I don't, I don't even know where to start. And you start and end with soccer crush. Yeah, that's <laughs> totally fair. Yeah, I mean, I've certainly listened more to the to you all than any Columbus podcast in the last eighteen months. And again, not an indictment, but just <laughs> it's not my thing. You know, when when we would do Aces Radio, it's a it's a three hour podcast. After you do that, you don't want to do anything else. Like listening to someone else. No, I just watched my own painful ramblings for 180 minutes. I I don't want to do anybody else at that point. As far as Twitter accounts though, um, one that I love, uh, Elliot McKinley, who uh, does stuff for soccer analysis. I, uh, in my job, I'm kind of a data person. I work for a, a survey company. So I like numbers kinds of things. And, and he does a lot of really interesting analysis and looking at, at stuff kind of behind the game. Uh, the other one I like uh, is our sideline announcer, Brett Hiltbrand, um, who's just a guy who's, who feels very real and authentic uh, on Twitter. He, he has a lot of good insight about the team and the game, but also will just joke around with fans and talk shit and stuff. And I appreciate that. I, I hate sanitized Twitter accounts. I, I, I see it as a great opportunity for people to connect in a way that, you know, they, they don't necessarily in those stilted, you know, professional settings. And he does a great job of that. Awesome. Who would you trust to take a high stakes PK? (laughs) I, you know, I think, let's see. So I gave myself just little brief notes on these. I think this is one that I, did I even give an answer? Cause I I was like, I have no idea. (laughs) You can see someone from FCC. It's okay. (laughs) Oh, no way. (laughs) No, but thank you for the option. I do. Um, I'm going with Adam John. Uh, so in the 2017 playoffs, he was the guy that when we went to penalty kicks against Atlanta United, he had the winner and then he shushed the entire crowd in Mercedes Benz Stadium, which oh, was yeah, just, you know, the, he, and I love that. he was the backup striker. He's not even the starting guy at the time. And so just the fortitude to come up and he did sort of a, like a, um, Panaka sort of thing like he, he it was much more of a chip rather than banging it in and 
when you're the deciding guy and you're the backup guy and you just sort of soft touch it, that's bold. So uh, I'm going to go with him. Yeah. I don't think he's even playing anymore, but I'll still stick with it. <laughs> I feel like he would still be better than some people out there. Yeah. I, I, Atlanta signed him a couple of years after that. So clearly they thought he was worth it. Uh, they didn't forget. No. Yeah, <laughs> like when we signed Forrest Lasso after he crushed the Bailey. Yeah, he did. That's true. He did. Um, which coach would you like to get a drink of your choice with? Uh, I'm going to go with Berhalter. Uh, you know, I never got to like hang out with him while he was here in Columbus. Um, you know, I feel like he'd probably drink one light beer really slowly. Like he's not going to tie one on or anything, but he also just seems like a very chill guy that if, yeah, you just kind of wanted to relax after a long day and have a beer. Like, yeah, he'd be a nice guy to just spend some time with. A lot of times coaches are just too intense, you know? And and if I want to drink a beer with somebody, I do want somebody who's just going to just relax. So not Jose Mourinho is what you're saying. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like, you know, you have a beer with Peter Vermees and like, it takes 30 seconds too long to get there. And he'd probably throw the glass against the wall and storm out. So nobody got time for that. If you had the power to change. Oh, wait, I skipped you. You just skipped right over Trisha. Poor Trisha. I'm sorry. It's not the, actually, that is the first time that's happened. (laughs) Is there a match you wish you could have watched in person? Yes. uh, 2020 MLS Cup. That was the pandemic MLS Cup. I mean, I I stayed at home. Uh, We had a backyard watch party and it was, of course, it was epic and it was so emotional and just an amazing experience. But obviously, I, I would have loved to have been in the actual stadium for that game, but you know, I, 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 as many people did just made the decision to play it safe and not even try to get into the game. Um, but yes, in a, in a, a COVID free world, I would go back to that game in a heartbeat. Yeah. And then alternate timeline, you were there. Yes. In the, in the multiverse, there is a version <laughs> of me that got to go to that game. There's also a version of me that's a pink hippopotamus. So, you know, trade-offs. <laughs> You know, Cincinnati has some hippos that are really lovely. They are adorable. Yeah. Our baby. Columbus does a new baby. Um, Actually, I don't know. If you <laughs> had the power to change, add, or remove any soccer rule, what would you change, add, or remove? I want to add more referees. So if you want a hot take, this is it. I want two more ARs. I want four ARs, one on each side and each half of the field. Because to this day, if you know, we have an offside rule and I'm totally good with the offside rule. I'm not one of those hard lads who's like, get rid of offside. I think it's a good rule. But I think ARs are still very prone to getting caught out of position and having a second one to kind of help hold that line and really get the best visual for whether somebody's off or not could be helpful and you're still only at six referees in and that's including the var ref and that's less than the nfl has so it really maintains accountability exactly yeah there's there's no reason you know we can't have more bodies on the field trying to get things right 
Yeah. Assuming they would get them right. Assuming, yeah. Like, yeah, it really just would be more people <laughs> screwing things up, if we're honest, because... More people you know, to be mad at. Pro referees, yeah, the... That's maybe one area we still have a little catching up to do. Although I would guess fans of every league in the world think that their officials suck. So true story. Hope. Who do you think has the best mascot and who do you think has the worst? Does anybody say not their own mascot to this question? I am a little curious. We have had people say not their own. Like they'll Uh, pick from like a different league or something like that. Like somebody out there, I would say. I love crew cat and I'm glad that they brought him back. The SC, the younger one. Eh, no, not so much. Yeah. Uh, the worst one. I actually went looking. I had not seen the Charlotte mascot until today. Yeah. What the hell is that yeah. garbage? Yeah. Like somebody oh, you just Charlotte, you mean Charlotte in general or just. The <laughs> oh, that's harsh. Argument. I meant. Uh, Sir Minty apparently is his name. The anthropomorphic anthro. Sir Minty. Yes, he's a big yeah, walking just, soccer ball with a with like a crooked crown on his head. It's straight out of '90s MLS. It's MLS 1.0. Like if there'd have been one more team in the league, Sir Minty would have been the mascot for that team. And the face. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 uh, creepy. Not great. That's not great, Bob. Yeah. It's because they think they're the Queen City and they are not. They're liars. Yeah. That's but I love that you can news. have a, a Queen City Derby, though. You know, you can fight for the rights to the Queen City. And maybe that should be. It's not a trophy. It's that whatever city wins gets to call themselves the Queen City for a year. Well, what Charlotte doesn't understand is that Cincinnati's scrappy and we would just fight them anyway. I'll fight them. Even <laughs> if they were, so I, I just I tried to fight a 15-year-old at their match. I didn't. <laughs> All I heard was that he told her to like F off or something. And I was oh, ready yeah. to throw hands. Yeah, that, yeah, you talk shit like that. It's on. It doesn't, you know. If you're a seven-year-old, you're a seven-year-old who's about to get hit. I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) It's your turn. Oh, yes. And what are, which three soccer players do you want on your zombie apocalypse team? Oh, okay. So, um, Abby Wambach. Yes. Because, oh, yeah, just like she's the leader of the pack. Like You you might not even need three people if if she's on her Yeah. Uh, I would say DeMarcus Beasley. I mean, he's fast and he's really smart. So somebody who brings a a different kind of skill set. The third one is uh, a former crew player named Emmanuel Pogatetz. So he was, I want to, I think he was German. We actually, there was a, a segment that the crew ran called Off the Post that they asked this question of players. Everyone on the crew was like, Pogatetz. I mean, he was like, he's, he was a center back. He was aggressive as hell. His nickname was Mad Dog. I mean, that basically says all you need to know. Again, like he would be the one who would run into an entire swarm of zombies with a baseball bat so that everybody else would have the chance to get away. So I think he would survive with that. Yeah, I, I feel pretty good about my chance. You're going to make it. Now, me, I'm just going to be the one who stands behind all of them and probably like talk yeah. shit at the zombies. I'm not doing they have no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> I would just let a zombie eat me. I don't want to be inconvenienced. It's fine. I thought, <laughs> oh, I, I th- yeah, like there are. There are SEC beat Columbus crew in the U.S. Open Cup match. So I feel like I've lived a good life. <laughs> 
Yeah. All of the zombie apocalypse things, no lie, I'm with you. Like, I will find a way out of that world that is quick and painless as possible. But that's maybe a little dark for what you're aiming for today. <laughs> Not darker. <laughs> okay. Not a lot. Um, what is your favorite song to pump you up before a match? My favorite song to pump me up before a match? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I do. I have a crew playlist um which has like various you know world cup intro songs and a couple of songs they've used uh like in intros and stuff um you could just say your whole crew playlist yeah my crew yeah it's like 14 minutes or no it's 14 songs so you know it's like a good half hour 45 minutes worth of music so yeah, yeah it gives you time like run to the gas station and get your beer and your ice and drive to the stadium and start getting things set up. So yeah, I'm going to go with the whole playlist. Okay. Thank you for the, the, uh, <laughs> the validation. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there a match that you wish you could relive? Oh, match that I wish I could relive. Um, yes. So the, the home game after it was announced that the crew were saved in 2018, which was actually decision day. And like, it was great. It was a win, uh, got into the playoffs. We had the great, uh, legends match in a muddy ditch outside the stadium where a bunch of players came back and and played, but I was there. Were you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the vibe of that whole day, of course, was just magical because it, 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 didn't really matter if it had been a loss if we hadn't made it to the playoffs i think well we might have been in the playoffs regardless but like we had just saved the team so nothing else mattered we all got to come together and celebrate in the parking lot and and watch our players for 90 minutes and it was just it was epic so i i would go back and and relive that game like once a month and i don't think it would ever get old we had so much fun that Jess and I contemplated getting tickets to the playoff game. And like, even I think we potentially would have had to have missed one of FCC's USL matches at the time, but we were like, Oh, that could be really fun. But that was part of our goodbye tour before we joined MLS. We had to go up and have some goodbye matches with the crew. And that was one of the ones we went to. So. That's, that's fair. You know, a lot of times there are difficult choices in soccer. Uh-huh. You know, do I have that last beer? Do I chug it on the way into the stadium? <laughs> do I Can take I... a shot of scotch from somebody's trunk on the way into the stadium? I don't... <laughs> right. I've heard, I've heard there's Malort around. Am I drunk enough for that to seem like a good idea? <laughs> Always. <Yeah>. Choices. <laughs> Who is your favorite person slash people to watch soccer with? Well, that's definitely my mini tailgate people. That's, in any given game, those are the ones that I want to spend time with. Um, you know, especially in an away game. If it's a home game, you know, Danielle and Casey and and me and my girlfriend Kristen, we are we are four peas in a pod. So as long as we're all going to games, it's it's going to be the four of us together. So those that's that's going to be the the ride or die quartet. I love that. Soccer really does bring people together. Like it does. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we have soccer family, right? Like, you know, that you didn't know them at all five years ago, but now they're everything to you. And it's the yeah. best feeling in the world. Yeah. Or you start a podcast with them. And Thanks. Like, and I, I talk to you more than I talk to like my own family. <laughs> Just soccer chatting all the time. 
Um, True. Which team would you relegate if you could? If we had relegation, any league, any team that you just hate, and you're like, yeah, they got to go. Oh, Chicago. They, you know, listen, they've had a good run since 1997. No, they haven't. They've had a terrible run since 1997. <laughs> they need to be relegated. They need a chance to start over and they have to go play in Bridgeview while they're relegated until they earn the right to play in Chicago again. Okay. I respect it. That's fair. <laughs> um, which is your Harry Potter house? Uh, I had to take a test because I'm not a Harry Potter person, but apparently I'm a Ravenclaw. So draw from that, what conclusions you will. That tracks. Absolutely. One of all of us here. We do like when we're all represented. So, (laughs) What is one player that used to be at your club that you would bring back in a second? Bonus points if it's an unpopular opinion. Uh, this one's a, a really recent one. Uh, Alex Matan just got loaned out to a team in his home country of Romania. He was our first signing under the U22 initiative. Um, we protected him last season in the expansion draft when, when Charlotte was picking, which, what, I did they bump it up to 12 players last year? Or was it still just 11? I forget. Uh, but anyway, one of a very small number of, of players that the, the team chose to protect. And then, you know, seven months later, they, they traded him. And he didn't, he never really got a chance to show himself on the field. He wasn't getting time with crew two, even though he was training with them. So I don't know what happened, but I loved him. He was very young. He showed a lot of potential in my eyes and, now he's just gone. So. Yes, exactly. I, I do hate when, you know, you get players that you get hype for. It's one thing to see them play and fail. It's another to just never really get to see them have the chance. And I don't feel like he had the chance. So how do you feel about Fernando Adi? Because <laughs> we got real hyped about him and then uh, it kind of fizzled out very quickly. Mm-hmm. And then he went straight to Columbus. He did because he's a Caleb Porter guy and Caleb loves his former players like nothing else. I, I didn't care for the Adi signing, you know, I, I'm a character guy and I know people make mistakes, but his whole like driving what, like a hundred miles an hour under the influence thing. I saw that and I'm like, Nope, there, you know, there are plenty of guys out there who could score a handful of goals as a backup striker. We don't need that stuff. Uh, I don't even think we got a handful of goals. I think we got, yeah, I don't think we did. Three. Did you get three? I mean, frankly, that's not bad. I mean, that guy is, has made a killing. He has made millions of dollars doing a whole lot of not much since Portland. Honestly, mm-hmm. I would love that kind of life. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. It's great work if you can get it. I can't get it. I I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know why. Um, Which team has the best fan base? I'm going to cop out. You know what? In MLS, they're all good. I... I struggle with the whole lad upping competition where everybody's like, we win the stands the hardest. We're the, we're the loudest. We do pregame the right way. We do the best this and that. Like there are a bunch of really unique fan bases. And, and of course this, this is true around the world. There may be some, some real shitholes abroad, but I, I don't really watch a lot of international soccer. So um, I'm going to say they're all good dogs. You know, okay, but who has the worst? 
Uh, Toronto has the worst. (laughs) Since they've come into the league, they have been unmitigated assholes. Every time they've come to Columbus and they can all, uh, they can suck it. Yeah. Yeah, They they broke our bleachers. They have pissed on cop cars in Columbus. Uh, I had my, uh, we were sitting in the, we had the misfortune of sitting below the away section one year for that game and my teenage niece got beer thrown on her from above like they're they're just Ooh. they're assholes they're also, also when we went up to toronto for the playoffs in 2000 2017 um uh, there were a, a notable number of of fans who were doing austin texas chance uh, and you know that was that was pretty unnecessary at that. We've gotten a lot of Newport chance too. Yeah, yeah. They think, yeah so they think geography is funny because they right. think that Cincinnati's in Kentucky, and I would like to show them the state lines. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. yeah, so somehow, sorry, like Canadian nice, managed to avoid the entire city of Toronto. I don't know how it happened. I, I would just like to add one thing: fuck you, pre court. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> see, gotta, gotta throw it in. That's it. You are welcome at our tailgate. Yeah. Any- <laughs> <laughs> I redeemed myself. Good job, Tisha. <laughs> if you could watch any two teams play each other at any stadium, who's playing and where? Oh, see, here's what um again, I'm gonna pander a little bit. I wanna say um we need to build a stadium in front of the hell is real sign. Ooh. We need uh, we need a soccer field of dreams in Ohio. A field of dreams in the court. And Columbus and yes. Cincinnati play there. And they're the only teams that play in that stadium. Nobody else is allowed to play there. Ooh. Otherwise, it sits empty as just this monolith. And each team gets half of the tickets. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's evenly split. Okay. So it's, it's a good, fun, vibrant environment. Like, who would say no to that? I want to go right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And it is Very literally good. in a cornfield where the sign is. So I mean, that's like, Ohio. It's yeah. so authentic. Yeah. <laughs> Ohio against the world. Truly. Yeah. <laughs> Who is your most hated soccer team? My most hated soccer team. So this is this is the team, not the, the fans, right? Yes. Um, this is NYCFC for me. I feel For like obvious reasons because they're awful as an organization. <laughs> they're, yes, <laughs> they're awful as an organization. I feel like they tend to have players who are more likely to be unnecessarily aggressive and yet also manage to dive at the same time. Yeah. So they're they're really players who abuse the rules and uh, yeah, they they have a shitty ownership. They have a shitty field. There's yeah, they're terrible. They're awful. And yeah, I don't think you have to add the next part of that question. I feel like it's just so you can't say something nice about them, and that's okay. Next, <laughs> yeah. Um, I say they have a great baseball stadium. Right, yeah. right. Way to They have good chicken tenders. I can see that. <laughs> I mean, they're like $19 for chicken tenders and fries. Sure, but everything in New York is $19 for it's true. That's fine. If you could pick anyone to be on a match broadcast team, who would it be? I want Frankie Hayduck to crash a broadcast. <laughs> like one of those. I'm surprised he hasn't before. He may have. Actually, it's not it's certainly not beyond the realm of possibility. But I'm I'm envisioning like a men's national team friendly with like 
zero zero after 70 minutes and just like it's been painful to watch because nothing's happening and he just busts in with like a beer in each hand (laughs) and just starts telling stories about his time with the national team and all the crazy shit they would do in hotels and stuff that's the broadcast i want to be a part of where like the two the you know the two broadcasters who are supposed to be running the show just give up and sit back and let him ramble that's that's the kind of entertainment i'm here for i would listen to that i would and our final question, who is your soccer crush? Oh, uh, see, I, I'm going to have the same answer as a lot of crew fans. I'm a Josh Williams fan. That's okay. Uh, Great you fun. know, he's an Ohio guy. He's, you know, been with the team now on, on multiple occasions and he's still just a throwback to the earlier days of MLS. You know, he's not the fastest guy. He's not the strongest guy, but he puts in 90 minutes every time. And he has a dazzling smile. May I just say, uh, you know, and, real TK really loves him. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Or TK for real. Real TK for real loves him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he, he's the unofficial mascot of the GC <laughs> supporter group. And I'm, I'm fully on board with them. He's, he's a sexy man. Yep. And he's everything I love about MLS. That is our awesome. label. It's a great answer. Um, we have no more questions for you. You have tackled all of them. Woo-hoo. Good job. You did take less time than Morgan. Hey, yeah. I think you did take less time than Morgan. Oh yeah. God, can give you 30 seconds. Yeah, I probably should have timed it just to see how much better than Morgan I was. <laughs> so much better. You know, especially now that he's become a father, I will say, you know, he just, he talks about his kid like, oh yeah, my daughter's so great and she poops everywhere and she pees <laughs> everywhere. And isn't that wonderful? And, Who doesn't? You know, it's so funny. You'd think after years of tailgating, he'd be used to people pooping and peeing uncontrollably <laughs> around him. Somehow he acts like his daughter invented bodily functions for the first time. <laughs> I will, I will try to remember to bring some like uh, soccer crush stickers and like r- try and reward you in front of the other Columbus fans on Saturday for being Ooh. like the least long winded guest that we've had. I love it. And then like you'll accidentally wind up having me get my ass kicked. Cause they're like, wait, why are you taking? <laughs> I'll be like, bye. You're on your own. Like, sticker, sticker, sticker. Ooh, gotta go. <laughs> Yeah, no, oh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to Saturday. It's going to be a yeah, lot of fun. The you. last road trip experience was an absolute blast. So, yeah, I think um, best stadiums, best soccer stadiums are in Ohio. It's the reason that the national teams want to play here constantly. Um, Ohio is a soccer state, and you can't convince me otherwise. And um, even though we have this lovely rivalry, I still feel like we are you know, one big soccer community between Cincinnati and Columbus. So I hope you lose, but have fun in Cincinnati. (laughs) It's a great time. There will be new food at TQL and, you know. Yeah, that's exciting. I didn't know that. It's our our turn to win. Um, But where can everybody find you on Twitter if they would so choose or if you would like them to? Anything that you would like to plug? Any any follows? Yeah, so uh, I am at Token Liberal, all one word, on Twitter, uh, because I actually, when I got on Twitter, I was like, yeah, soccer, whatever. I, w- I want to be annoying about politics and stuff. And then then I, I found soccer, and it, it's kind of great because I can do both, and sometimes even in the same tweet, because Love we it. have ownership who is perhaps not as supportive of reproductive rights as I might prefer. 
Damn you, Haslam's. Take a stand. But, uh, sorry, that that's that's my little moment. I, I have. Oh first. no, that you but, were in the right place for that. Absolutely. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't really have anything else to to promote. Uh, I'm a part of Aces Radio, the crew podcast. But at this point, we're recording once every couple of months. It's more of it's like a semi-retired state. <laughs> so if if you want like a hundred and some back episodes of stupid infantile inside jokes that are Columbus uh, my related. <laughs> Yeah, like who wouldn't who who amongst you your listeners would not love that kind of content? Yes. <laughs> Just verbal shit housery for hours on end. It's the worst thing ever. Nobody should ever listen to it. <laughs> well, this has been the most fun. And I'm kind of jealous that Beth, you get to go hang out on Saturday. I wish I was I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we should we should we should have regular hangouts. You know, we we can be each other's safe spaces in, in hostile territory. We have like a neutral zone. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> a real billboard in the cornfield. There you go. <laughs> we we do have a guy who comes. Uh, I don't know. Have you ever had Mike Hudson on your show? We have not, but he um he is the, he walked into the room when I was at your house and pointed at me and said soccer crush, and I was yeah. like, I've never been recognized in public before. This is delightful. So. Yes. He's, he's, a, he's a regular part of our, our gatherings. He's, you know, the bridging the gap person in the, the fan bases. And he does a great job of, you know, supporting both teams and not getting drawn into all the nonsense. So he's he's a, a role model for all of us. Yeah. And speaking of nonsense, um, you know, shit talk is fun. Don't <laughs> ever make it personal. I, I hate that we have to get out some rules. Um, it's okay to make fun of colors or mascots, but we're not making fun of people's identities or them personally. And it's always safe to say, fuck you pre-court. It's yeah, that is safe. (laughs) Uh, You can always make fun of ownership. That is totally fine. But you know, unite when we need to. And, and everybody loves a good rivalry, but there is a right and wrong way to do it. So yeah. Life's too short to hate people over yeah. soccer, of all things. It really is. You know, rivalry should be fun. Agreed. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you are a rape apologist, we, we might hate you. Oh, for yes, sure. Yes, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you hate them be- because they're a shitty human, yeah. not because of their soccer. Not because of their soccer. Yeah. Everybody has the right to like the wrong team. That's fine. P- lots of people like Louisville. Uh, and that's you know, <laughs> that's definitely wrong. And they are the worst. Yeah. They're fake. Listen, I've gone to like I have seen like nine states, fifteen cities for soccer, and the worst fans are Louisville City FC, mm-hmm. not Racing Louisville, Louisville City. They are the only fans that have ever been rude, and one of them spit on me years ago. Oh, so. yeah. See, there's no mm-hmm. reason for that kind of stuff. There really but, isn't. Listen, people, don't be dicks. If you're listening today, don't be dicks. It's really simple. And I did not antagonize them. I can own up when I'm being (laughs) sassy, and I was not. I don't. Did we tell you the story? So we went and watched. Or we went and watched Louisville and Rowdies uh, two weeks ago, and here there are probably five of us Rowdies fans and. Louisville City had a sellout. Good for them. It was 11,000 people. It was 14,000, but whatever. (laughs) I digress. Um, And, you know, everybody's decked out in purple. They're having a great time. It was a great soccer match. It was a great environment. Good for them. But then this guy walking down the stairs, like, 
he felt like it was a good time after the Rowdies had lost to look at us and say, better luck next time. And <laughs> I was just like, yeah, this checks out. <laughs> yeah, why? Middle fingers when you won. Winning out. is the middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> like, right? Like, that's it. You know, that's we're that's, already doing that. You get to say scoreboard and point at the four, final result if you're the winner. You don't. Yeah. Middle finger. I mean, don't, middle fingers are for losers in this context. Yes. Losers get to do the middle finger. Agreed. And even we were just confused. We we're like, did he really just tell us good luck? And also <laughs> at the same time, I just, I, and then we were like, fireworks are about to start. Let's yeah. watch that. Do you know what a Lucidity <laughs> fan did to me? Ooh. A fake high five. <gasps> they like went to give me a high five and then they like pulled their hand Ooh. back. Did and I was really skeptical. I was like, mm, I don't know about this. And she was like, come on, high five. And I was like, okay. So I went to high five. And then she, yeah. She, That's some serious junior high. Like, did she do this smoother hair back it. thing? You know, it happened so fast. I don't know that I can say for sure, but it was, it was. You can assume dramatic. She, he sounds like she has that personality. I'm sure she did. I'm sure she did. Yeah. She Not probably went and asked to speak to the manager after that. <laughs> she yeah. probably did. Yeah. Wait. Just you wait, Lou City. Wait till all the Ohio soccer fans gang up against you. And we will. And we will. And we're insufferable. Yeah. Ohio against the world. And That's also great. Kentucky. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because Kentucky is not part of the world. It's true. <laughs> it's another planet. Oh, this goodness. has been the most fun. We should probably, we have other things we need to go talk about. Tactics. Tactics. That's it for today, crushes. Thank you for hanging us and a huge thanks to Darby for coming to hang out with us and record with us. We had so much fun. Um, If you would like to be a guest on Soccer Crush, uh, let us know. We'd love to have you. Um, Anyone who comes on tells us that we're the most fun they've ever had in their entire lives, probably. Can confirm. For more fun, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at soccer underscore crush. We have so much content. Go nominate a crush of the week, sign up for our book club, and, you know, hang out for uh, tactics and anti-Alexi Lawless opinions. Ooh. And, of course, thank you for listening to Soccer Soccer Crush. Crush.